Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to uh, another edition of the Sea Report for Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, I don't know why I'm saying thank you. We're, maybe it's because I'm grateful I made it in the 11th hour to file my report with 15 minutes to spare. <coughs> so technically, we're still on this day. God bless uh, the West Coast and their timelines uh, because they need the help. Anyways, okay, so we have a uh, we have a special uh, report for you today. I guess uh, you could say uh, going through some of the news and the headlines throughout the day and some of the things that keep pressing and coming to mind uh, for a lot of us um, and the themes that seem to run throughout the day. Well, we're finally gonna do it. The Sea Report is finally going to file their uh, first COVID-focused um, report. So let's talk a little bit about what is going on in America today with COVID-19, the vaccine, and now the passports. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Passports. Oh, you haven't heard about them? Well, there's a lot of talk coming out now, and this is also coming from Washington, um, regardless of what they may say or how they may feel optically about uh, entities like the WHO in China and such bogus reports that these guys ran together. Um, they're still uh, very much very much vested in uh, the amount of control that they have when it comes to this optical illusion of fear presented to the people from the media by this COVID-19 pandemic. Now, to be clear, because we haven't said it here at the Sea Report just yet, at least not formally, we do recognize and believe the fact that COVID-19 does exist. Um, I guess to summarize, um, this is a this is a disease. Uh, this is a, a virus that uh, struck mankind a year ago, right? And since the time of this disease's, uh, or I keep saying disease, uh, since this virus's appearance, um, which you know, entities like the WHO, perhaps Dr. Fauci, um, perhaps China, perhaps anybody would have us believe that, um, would have us believe that this is uh, an extremely deadly, an extremely uh, merciless killer of human beings, and that it is going to wipe out everyone uh, from the old to the young because they have weak immune systems, and definitely anyone whose immune systems are already compromised. Um, Personally speaking, I, I just, I know in my heart of hearts that this is just been a huge and giant sham. Um, I, I cannot express to the viewership enough what this entire optical pandemic has done. Now, like we've said, what is a pandemic, right? A pandemic is, uh, when this, uh, sickness spreads throughout multiple contents, a uh, con continents, excuse me, not contents. And, and of course, you know, uh, that certainly did prove to be the case with this, uh, this virus COVID-19. Um, but what about the death toll? What about the sick? What about the true crisis that this pandemic has served? Which 
studies, scientific studies now show, has a 99.9% or higher, or maybe it's 99.5. You know, let me be conservative. It's got a 95% uh, rate of, um, of healing you. Like, I mean, of, of not killing you. I apologize. Not, not healing you. We're, we're, I'm already getting into the vaccine speak. I'm getting ahead of myself because, um, we, uh, pretty much people who are, who are tuned in or turned on to this type of program, you know, I got my Trump, you know, um, flag behind me. Uh, we're, I'm preaching to the choir, you know, basically I'm preaching to the choir, but what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to find the words for is the words to help us all express exactly what we're feeling, exactly what we're thinking, exactly what we know to be a fact, um, throughout the course of this broadcast, because not enough people are saying it. We have, we have, of course, in this independent patriot media, where most of them are shills and sellouts and all self-interested and self-serving, um, they are also talking about different aspects of, of, um, of this con- control of virus. Now, that's a, that's a funny one um, that I like, control of virus, because that's basically what this is. You know, this is this is a method of control. And that's what I've been analyzing throughout all of this. When you are talking about the PC culture, what is that control? When you're talking about uh, race baiting and dividing, what are you doing? You are controlling people based on those, you know, those uh, prospects, those not prospects based on those um, those themes. Control. Um, what was the number one thing that we saw coming through with, uh, this, this COVID pandemic, more control. And the thing about it is not only with this pandemic, were they able to control the people, um, and they were also able to measure the amount of control they had visually by looking at every country in the world and watching every single human being file in line and put their masks on. And yes, I am guilty of wearing my masks too. Um, and, and I'm also proud to say that I have um, stood up for myself um, in, in front of people trying to come down on me for not wearing a mask. So what is that? It is control. Because the government isn't going to set any law. They might dream about it. They might indeed try to do it. But ultimately, they're not going to do it. And <clears throat> that is because they have, through the uh, visual aid of the amount of people who are um, compliant with these muzzle masks, um, they're able to go ahead and um, basically... Um, Foist all of these um, suggestions, recommendations um, upon the masses and allow the people to do the work for them because they've already primed America. They've already primed the world with division. They've been doing it for the last four years and even before then, just not as a, a polarizing and obvious rate as they have in the last four years. Correct? So, um, They've primed us all, and by us, I mean the lemmings of the United States of America. I mean those who have chosen to go ahead and just go and trust their government and do whatever it is that they say uh, because the government would never harm them. Because I guess uh, 
I guess, what, does that make me cynical? I don't think so. I think it is very healthy to question uh, anything, any entity. You never want to just take everything at 100%. Um, and if not, always follow your gut, right? So we've already seen this. They primed us with racism. They've primed us with uh, political polarization, um, you know, uh, political parties, uh, hence the whole blue-red divide. That's a prime from the start where they primed us on division. Um, and they've been doing that throughout the, cur- the history of this country. And indeed, the propagators or the uh, people who created these playbooks that the deep state or the swamp or whatever you want to call them play by, they, um, they have been using this throughout the world Whomever gets these playbooks, it's all about divide and conquer. And they do it so subtly. Uh, that's why they also say there's these colored revolutions. That's all also about divide and conquer. Um, these are just different types of war, but it's all the same theme when you think about it. Uh, so the people who have been primed for division are now ready to persecute those who refuse to wear their masks and who refuse to get the vaccinations. And in fact, since the vaccinations have come out, we've seen that come up more and more and more in uh, local uh, businesses, in um, nationwide chain businesses, everywhere. Um, Doctor's offices and the news, the media especially. Everyone is pushing these vaccines. And, And it's amazing if you think about it, because we all know how vaccines work, right? Like, that's, uh, we got that buy-in, we got that buy-in, you know, back with polio and, and, and mumps and all that other stuff. You know, we got the buy-in, we have been educated as, um, a society based on their medical and scientific recommendations on vaccines, how they work. And now at this 11th hour, when they are on the threshold of pushing mandatory vaccines, they're going to change the story on you, America. They're going to tell you that, in fact, uh, no, uh, if you get vaccinated, you still have to social distance. If you get vaccinated, you still have to um, wear your muzzle masks and five of them at that. And they don't care if you die because you suffocated. What they're hoping to do is at least kill more brain cells to keep you stupid. That's at least that's the least that they can accomplish out of this entire operation. Right. So that you can continue to do what they want you to do. And that's basically the long and short of that. But these people are now going to start persecuting. We've 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 experienced it ourselves. You know, we the people who are awake, we the people who um, know the score and understand vaccines, know that masks don't work, know that the particles of the virus are much smaller than any thread of cotton can keep it from entering into your mouth or your muzzle, because after all, you want to wear a muzzle. Let's just call it that, right? And I'm not, I I apologize if I'm starting to sound a bit heated, but I'm just excited. uh, Because guys, like, let me tell you, before... um, uh, this uh, last big wave of COVID came through and we talked about it on a Q&A Holes podcast one time. Um, I was on my personal podcast and, and I was also on streams and stuff just screaming from the mountaintops about it's time to take off your masks, America. It's time to take a stand. And this was like fall, summer, end of fall, um, end of summer, beginning of fall. And where I live, they sent out um, emergency alert signals declaring that there was another mass surge in COVID cases and that every hospital was full and that everyone had to stay home and they put a curfew on. 
No one else that I asked about received that same emergency alert, but in my city they did. So I'm telling you, now is the time. Okay, we have to, and that's why I'm getting passionate about it because when I get passionate about a certain issue, I get loud, but I just try and temper my tone because that's another thing that we have learned throughout this entire process with COVID and these lemmings. And it's getting so dense with the passion that these people feel against you for not wearing your mask or for not being vaccinated. It's getting so dense, you know, that um, we're going to have to find a way to bust out of that and um, really move forward in a way because we already know the score. We know what's going on and we're going to see it get worse and worse and worse as they try and push this on us. And it's going to end up leading to ultimately what they want to do is a vaccine passport. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that this is the mark of the beast or that this is something biblical, even though personally speaking, I do feel that this is very metaphorically the case. Like if you ever wanted to set up a case for like this being a mark of the beast where you can't travel, you can't buy things, you can't do any of those, you can't visit your family, you have to be separate, you can't go to school because we have news articles, America, colleges are already mandating it, you know, and what this is ultimately going to boil down to, what your line of defense is going to be, is going to be medical discrimination. Because ultimately, we, the healthy class of people of sound mind who have decided not to take a vaccine that is experimental, because there are a lot of other ramifications that we're going to talk about on this show for that, um, uh, that vaccine being experimental. Things that you may not even be thinking about. Things you may not be even thinking about. But because, of, because we are of a sound mind and we are of a healthy body and we've decided not to take an experimental vaccine, they're going to exclude us. They're going to uh, isolate us. They're going to um, zero us out and they're going to persecute us. Okay, because the media and the left and all of those people, the, the deep state, whatever you want to call them, they're already pushing the narrative that we're crazy. We're crazy because we think that uh, taking the vaccine uh, equates um, being uh, like in the Holocaust. And I know exactly who they're talking about when they are saying those things, because not many people are drawing that same um, that same um, idea. But you see, they can call someone like President Trump Hitler, who has done nothing of the sort like that man did in his uh, his reign in Germany. But when you have um, a mandatory passport that just so happens to be the same color as the the color of the star that the Jews wore in the concentration camps, and and you also have a company that helped um, the concentration camps IBM supporting this vaccine venture, and I have an article here we'll get into that, I think that that conclusion is far more valid than saying Trump is like Hitler, don't you? I certainly do. So that's what we're talking about. So let's go ahead and start to get into some of this because let me tell you something. It is time to take our masks off. The, the people of the world have already stood up against this. Germany, the United Kingdom are two places that I know where they rallied in the center of the city. Thousands of people with no masks. And this was in the summertime. And we still don't see a super strain yet, do we? Oh, but wait, we were going to see a super strain from the Trump rallies, weren't we? 
We were going to see some mutation and we we're going to see another mass outbreak and none of that ever seemed to happen. We had thousands of people in Germany and the United Kingdom in the town squares because they were fed up with the quarantine. America hasn't done that. America has worn the muzzle mask, put their hands behind their back and bent over. And it's time to stop America. It is time to get your dignity back and it's time to find some backbone. All right. So let us get into some stories now. Uh, let's see here. This one, oh, we were going to lead with Trump, but I got in, t- I just got way into it. I'm sorry. I, I just, I, I, I shot my load too quick. Um, we'll revisit this. <laughs> uh, this one was, uh, Trump is launching a new website, 4445office.com. Go check it out. I was going to go through the site, but now we got to talk about COVID today. I love you, Trump, but we got to talk about COVID today. Okay. So let us talk about this article here. What did I pull up? Vaccination passport apps could help society reopen. First, they have to be secure, private, and trusted. Okay, so that's going to be an article about the vaccines. Now, before we get into that, let me share this article with you first. Um, Because remember, I'm telling you, uh, the vaccines are here. You You already went through Act 1 with the muzzle masks, America. You already went through Act 1. And all the persecution and all the, the turbulation that these people caused you. Now we're going into Act 2, and this is going to be in regard to the vaccines. And now before we get to the Act 2, I also do want to say, because this was a point I'm, I'm circling back to, because uh, that's what I do. Um, one thing that we have learned, guys, through our, all of this tribulation is how to be the bigger people in regards to reacting to the lemmings, because they're brainwashed. And yes, it's at a point where we can either feel a uh, pity for them or sympathy for them. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would rather have faith in them and um, try and educate them. In the end, the blind will be blind and the brainwashed will be brainwashed. But I think throughout this entire process in the last four years, if anything, true patriotic Americans have learned how to refine their grace in the face of all of this, all of this, um, obstacles that we've been facing, uh, all of these tests that we've been facing, because in the end, it's going to be about our consent because I had another story and I I know we're not going to have enough time to do it, but it's another kind of big story and it's about consent and it deals with Satanism and tune in tomorrow for that story. So now let me get back to this. Um, they're going to go ahead and do these vaccine um, passports and the vaccines are on the rise here. And now act two, we're going into the vaccine trial. America, this is your trial. Um, category is um, vaccine freedoms. Um, what they're going to say is you have to get the vaccine to re-enter society. We know how vaccines work. We know that once you get them, you're protected, but you're more likely to get the strain from next year. Hold on to that thought, America, because we're going to return to it. And uh, yet they're still going to put up these ludicrous guidelines that they're going to depend on their lemmings to uh, um, enforce. But then they're saying, here's what you can do. So... 
once you get your vaccine and you're protected, there's still going to be restrictions. Um, it says here in this article from CBS News, fully vaccinated people, according to the CDC, can do the following. Visit with other fat, fully vaccinated people indoors without masks or physical distancing. Um, so if you get the vaccine, you can hug people. You can have human contact because you know what? You're human. But if you don't get the vaccine, we're sorry. You're not human. You will be excluded. You will, you will basically not be allowed to sit at the table. You will be discriminated against. With unvaccinated people, oh wait, you, can, you will be able to visit with unvaccinated people from a single household who are at a low risk for severe COVID-19 disease indoors without wearing masks or physical distancing. So now, not only are they going to control who can visit and touch other people, they're also going to keep a monitor on you. So this way they know your temperature, they know if you're feeling any type of symptoms. It's going to be totally intrusive, totally intrusive. And they're going to design all of this around apps. That's the next article. Um, so if you get the vaccine and you're fully vaccinated, you will also be able to skip quarantine and testing guidelines following a known exposure if they're asymptomatic. The CDC still says those who are vaccinated should wear a face covering in public and it still discourages non-essential travel. Control, control, control. It also says that for now, vaccinated people should continue to avoid medium and large sized gatherings and they should use preventative measures like masks and distancing when around unvaccinated people, you know, the unclean um, from multiple households. The CDC also still recommends getting tested if COVID-19 symptoms present themselves. And that's going to be a tough one, America, because after all, COVID-19, coronavirus disease 2019 is basically a flu. It's like it's like something like it attaches itself to like a germ or a flu and and that's how it it's a, it's, a, it's a very a corona virus generically speaking, is a very common virus. There is coronavirus 2012, coronavirus 2017. Like, this is something that, like, they're exploiting America. The government or the people behind that are exploiting this common everyday, you know, cold that can be deadly, just like the flu can be. But you have over a 95% recovery rate if you are healthy. No one is laying in the streets dying. The homeless people didn't even feel the effects of COVID. I guess, you know, since they're going to discriminate all of us people who aren't going to get vaccines. And if you're not working right now, get ready, guys, because you're not going to be able to get a job if you don't have a vaccine. And it is very likely that if you do not get a vaccine, you will get fired. Discrimination. Yes. If you're an at-will state, good luck. And I have some documents to share with you guys tonight to that effect. So let's get back to this article. Because it, I'm telling you guys, it is here. People are saying it's coming. It is already here. Okay. 
let's see. So all of these control measures are still being put in place. Um, let's take a look at how they're going to simplify it, right? Like how are they going to get this into your life? Um, vaccination passport apps could help society reopen. Okay. Because Lord knows you're not protected once you get the vaccine, right? You're not protected by any means. This thing is so deadly. The bodies were stacked so high. We had to burn so many uh, cadavers, you know, because the, the, the graves were full and, you know, the, 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 the funeral homes were overflowing. You know, like it was like bring out your dead. You know, everyone is dying. You know, wiped out the homeless population. Like I said, <laughs> they're going to discriminate against us for having a vaccine. Well, clearly it's in measure because the coronavirus discriminated against homeless people and didn't kill any of them. My goodness. Okay. So it's all getting conflated. All right. Let's see what this article says. Private companies exist to make money. No, duh. Okay. And would thus have incentive to monetize passport apps, usually through data mining or sales. Government backed apps might raise concerns about surveillance and citizens' rights. And by the way, this is from GCN.com. Uh, it's not normally a place that I go to, but um, read through it in the search, and uh, that's why I'm going to share this information. Okay, so let's see. Um, there are many challenges, but technology... But the technology to build a trust, secure, and privacy-respecting vaccination passport app is available. Okay, so yes, they're already making these apps. Yes, some of them already exist. They're already in other countries. I mean, Israel, uh, New Zealand, uh, Australia, United Kingdom, China, places like that are already moving fast on this stuff. Israel among one of the fastest. And uh, let's see here. So um, that's, this, is, this is the plan. And this article kind of examines the security of that as well. Because basically, you're going to have all of your information available, right? It's going to be available, your medical information, that which they will access to discriminate against you in these apps, you know. And then you know that, you know, phones and apps are so secure, you know, there's no telling who could end up with it where that information can end up, who's going to get doxxed by it. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. So let's see, uh, this is some thorny issues. Governments will need to consider in more depth the consequences of requiring a vaccination passport app to access restaurants or gyms in places where vaccine doses are not easily and cheaply available to everyone, which is most of the world. First world problems, America. Passport apps create inequality between vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals. Okay, so again, this is going to be a, a, another dividing issue because um, if you're poor, you can't have a vaccine app to prove what you're going to do. Um, those selected by governments to be vaccinated first would enjoy considerable privileges in the United States. They have tended to be disproportionately older, wealthier and white. So thank you. Uh, GSG. So now there's going to be another issue. Now, now they're going to stoke racism issues because uh, only old white people can afford to get this stuff. And now the, the minorities are going to hate on them for it. This is going to be another angle that they're going to use. Younger people and communities of color, both groups have been hit particularly hard by the effects of the pandemic. Which, I mean, um, what is younger? Uh, because, I mean, people in my age group, and I'm not young, necessarily speaking, relatively speaking, um, we're not really affected at all, like at all. Anyone with a healthy immune system, you're good to go. I had the coronavirus five times and I'm fine. Anyways, so um, let's see. 
It says here, um, requiring passporting apps may encourage the unvaccinated to misrepresent their status. So these, uh, this issue, this article is clearly talking about the push and the pull factors, you know, like they don't really want to get into the nitty gritty, but wait, there's more. <laughs> I totally read this article to you like I was in Japan. I read it backwards. Okay. So <laughs> let's see here. Um, okay. So as far as the details go, uh, like nationality, vaccine status is not visible to others. Passports and government IDs have long been used to prove identity, citizen, citizenship, and birth dates. And the World Health Organization's Carte Juan... I think I said that right, or the yellow card. So the health, World Health Organization has created a yellow card that has served the role to prove vaccinations for international travel. So that is your vaccination travel passport, yellow, just like the yellow star of the Jews in the Holocaust. The, and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it is a very interesting metaphor. These rely on governments as trusted third parties. A lot is still up in the air when it comes to vaccination passport apps. This month, the EU announced its vaccination passport plans. Judging from initial documentation, the system is meant to be decentralized, relying on health authorities to issue certificates that store only necessary information. Notably, it allows for paper and app-based certifications or certificates. In either case, verification would be based on digital signatures and all health data would remain with the issuing authority or member state, or so they say. Uh, because after all, wasn't it, I believe, Google um, who was planning to incorporate all of our health documents into a system that streamlined it, that made it easy for uh, doctors to access it everywhere. But in doing so, they would be violating HIPAA laws because they would have access to your shit, uh, to your stuff, excuse me. And then, not to mention that, if it's hacked, because it's now on like unreliable networks and Lord knows Google doesn't get hacked, you know, it just leaves your private information open to everybody. Okay. So these are things to think about when we're talking about the passports, when we're talking about storing your information and now apps that they're, they're trying to, they're trying to use apps because of course everyone carries a phone now and it makes it easier for the public to buy in to it because it's not a headache. It's just to push a button on your app and the government's not going to hurt you anyways. And, and all of their servers are secure and they would never misuse your information or data or sell it to anyone or, you know, use it against you in any way because after all, no one in the CIA named Brennan ever did that either, right? Okay, so let's move forward. In either case, uh, let's see, the Common Pass app being built by an international nonprofit organization appears to be the most developed vaccination passport app. It clearly documents test results. However, while it, its makers claim that records will be stored only locally on users' devices, which also aren't hackable, right? The app is closed sourced and the only documentation is a superficial FAQ. Israel has rolled out its Green Pass app, which verifies that a person has been vaccinated or has recovered from COVID-19, but the system has raised privacy and security concerns. Several, <clears throat> several other countries have also launched vaccination passport apps for internal use, including China and Saudi Arabia. All right. So that just is uh, some information on what they're doing to facilitate this um, 
vaccination mandate that they're relying on the people and the private sector to persecute others for not um, following through on or not complying. Now let's let's talk about how they're going to do that. Um, and let's talk about where that's going in this essence. Because like I said, this is going to boil down to medical discrimination. We as healthy uh, healthy people with a sound mind know for a fact that once you're vaccinated, that means that you are protected and you should no longer have to comply with ridiculous non-essential mandates that do nothing to protect you from uh, getting infected with COVID-19. Okay. Because of that medical discrimination, they cannot have like government jobs and employees force a mandate on you. The government cannot sign those laws. They cannot, because this this is going to be a huge violation of our human rights. You know, it's going to be huge violations. So now that they know that they successfully brainwashed the world and America, because America is not standing up yet, but we will, and we are, um, because... They know that we're going to fight it. Like, we already have Governor DeSantis in Florida speaking out against it. Uh, they already know in the poll, I mean, polling and stuff, there is not popular. Even in Israel, they had polls that showed a very, very, they had like four or five different, um, I guess, quadrants to assess this poll by from people who would take it to people who wouldn't take it, etc. Um, and all it was like 20% in each quadrant, you know, like, not favorable numbers for pro-vaccine or pro-vaccine mandates, even in Israel. So they know, they know America and the world is brainwashed and they know if they push it in their media and in their rhetoric and in their lies, that the world will act against those who refuse to get the COVID vaccine. So let's take a look at this article from KXNet that goes into a little bit and the title of the article is white house leaves vaccine passports to the private sector. Okay. So here's, we're going to get into some meaty meat. All right, guys. Okay. It says here, um, as more countries like Japan, China, and Denmark plan to introduce vaccine passports for their citizens, Americans are beginning to wonder if they too will have to show some sort of proof. Show us your papers of vaccination or similar ID to travel, attend events, work, or generally participate in society. You will be blackballed. There aren't many answers to this in the United States. Although the United States has vaccinated more people than any nation in the world, Israel has vaccinated more of their population, their citizens, uh, percentage-wise. But the Biden administration is making one thing clear. The federal government won't be the one issuing a vaccine credential or storing citizens' vaccines information in a database, so they say. Um, it says, this is going to hit all parts of society, and so naturally the government is involved. Andy Slavitt, acting director for the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, said during a White House COVID-19 briefing Monday. But unlike other parts of the world, the government here is not viewing its role as the place to create a passport nor a place to hold the data of, of citizens. We view this as something that the private sector is doing and will do. See, they already know it. They already know it. 
Um, should private entities develop a vaccine ID system, it will be crucial to ensure that access to credentials is equitable and accessible no matter what technology and limitations a person faces at home, said Slavit and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, adding that it should also be private and secure. Psaki said, the, I mean, it should be, right? But is it? Saki said the Biden administration is mostly focused on creating guidelines that can be used as a basis for private sector endeavors. Um, let's see. Saki offered no timeline for when administrative issues might, uh, might issue such guidelines. So, okay, so they're doing that. Um, let's see. Okay, so like I said, a White House is going to depend on it. And now, how are some ways that they are depending on the private sector? If we're talking about the businesses... What are we already seeing? We're already seeing businesses who are not only still like I'm in the state of Texas, guys, and their city ordinances are still trying to enforce. But ultimately, it boils down to the businesses. And here's the reason why. Because I I saw this several times in my city when a business was tattled on for not enforcing their customers to wear their masks City uh, health officers would then go into that business and depending on the amount of citations they received, they would shut the business down. A gas station down the road for me was shut down for two weeks and posted on their door was a sign that said that they had been fined $2,500 and were forced to close because they were not complying with enforcing their citizens, their customers, their patrons to wear COVID-19 muzzle masks. Shut down. And everyone who worked there was fired and replaced by the company. That is an example of how they are depending on the private sector. And it is led by the lemming Karens of the world who trust their government and would never believe under any shadow of a doubt that they would do anything wrong because clearly people are not selfish or self-interested or self-serving. Because that is the means that they snag most of these people, if not through blackmail, to do what they want. And then the lemmings of the world just follow through. Um, so that is an example um, there. And so now we're seeing, uh, along with still enforcing these mandates in a state like Texas, where um, an executive order was signed to lift those mandates, you still have them persecuting people for not wearing masks. And now anyone I talk to is like, hey, have you been vaccinated? Oh, yeah, I already got vaccinated. I already got my two vaccines. I'm like, well, see you in a month. And if you're still alive, good for you. Um, but that's what I'm talking about. Now, that's becoming the common, you know, thing around the business, um, uh, around the, the water coolers. People are talking about that aspect of it, you know. And so um, they are depending on the people. Now, let me... Let me play this next for you, because remember, um, oh, that one's going to be a good one next. Okay. Remember how I was telling you that they're going to depend on the media, the nomenclature, they're going to depend on the vernacular, they're going to depend on all of their outlets and, and entertainment included to start setting the tone, if you will, and start setting the, the, the talking notes for their people the brainwashed when they come at us for not wearing masks and for not getting vaccinated and for opposing the vaccine in general, you know, and uh, this is a good example. Now I'm going to play this and if it doesn't, it's okay. It'll spare you guys, but this is a good example of what I'm talking about. 
Let's see what it says. <laughs> I'm now hearing lunatics, and I'll call them lunatics, yeah. uh, that are now, uh, of course, still pushing back on the mask. But now we're saying that if we somehow uh, have something that identifies us as having a vaccine, that we're, we're like part of Satan or the mark of the devil, like yeah. the idiocy, our, our Nazi Germany, like the idiocy is just be honest they're acting recklessly and irresponsibly they're being stupid they're following conspiracy theories they're following a failed uh, uh, a, a game show host uh and and or a reality tv host and they don't understand i guess because maybe they're such morons they can't understand this if i want to go to a baseball game with my son who has a history of upper respiratory issues I don't want a bunch of idiots sitting anywhere near us in Fenway. Okay, guys, did you hear that? Now, it's almost over, and if you don't recognize the voice, it is the voice of that degenerate, Joe Scarborough, um, and his, uh, whoever, Mika Brzezinski. Um, he just said, if I want to take my son to a baseball game, I don't want to sit around idiot lunatics who are not vaccinated. Are you retarded, Joe Scarborough? Did you not know that once you get a vaccine, you are protected, except for from next year's vac- uh, a round of COVID mutations? Which, um, ah, did you even get the vaccine? Or were you taking a hydroxychloroquine? Or is that going to be what your resolve is if you or your son get? I would like to know if Joe Scarborough actually gets his shot. And I would like him and his son. Actually, you know what? I don't wish that on them because I, I it could be it could be deadly for them. But now I'm torn because I think this man, at least he, deserves to take this shot. And I think we deserve to see it because... um. He's going to go up here and say, spill this untruth. Like he, okay. The thing about it here is he is depending on the people of America to be dumb enough not to know that you are protected once you get a vaccine. So he's going to tell you a story like this. He's going to make himself look stupid to people like me and you, but to the rest of the world, he is just fortifying this belief that once you're vaccinated, you still need extra protection because unvaccinated people are going to get you sick. This makes no sense. If anything, as being an unvaccinated person, I need to stay away from people who are vaccinated for at least two weeks because they have live coronavirus in them. And then people are saying that that's not even true. Well, how do vaccines work? They have to put a, a, a piece of that virus's DNA or whatever into the vaccine so that your body can recognize it to fight it. This is science. I'm not even a science person. I, ugh, biology, woo, you know, like I'm not good with math and that stuff. And I can understand this. And yet they're expecting the people of the world to be dumb enough not to realize that you are protected once you're vaccinated. So this is just more, it's just snowballing. This control effect is really snowballing. All right, let's finish hearing what the rest of this poor unfortunate soul has to say. Or in a Little League baseball park that haven't taken the vaccine. Now, if they don't want to take the vaccine and they want to die, that's their right as Americans. They don't have to take the vaccine and they can die. Or they can get really sick. They can live in ignorance and stupidity. They have that right, even though they're hurting other people. Do you see that? So now he... 
<laughs> I mean, whatever, Joe. I mean, you can you can say whatever you want to say. But then the little Mika's over here, or they can hurt other people. Again, still progressing the lie that if you're vaccinated, an unvaccinated person, an unclean person is going to hurt you. This is the beginning of discrimination. This is the beginning of how they're going to get the rhetoric in, and they're going to get the people with these talking points going. And of course, anyone who watches this pro, this network is already, they're already probably, they're the ones that would wake up last. Who I believe, like the academia, the people in academia, they will be the last to wake up. After everything is said and done, after the dust has settled, they will only wake up then. And people who watch network like MSNBC and believe it, because even Rachel Maddow called herself entertainment news, they're, they're those people that we are saving for last. Because they're the ones that are only going to stop us from awakening other people in the uh, meantime. All right. Please, please, please don't tell me that we can't do something so smart people who actually follow science, who actually want to take care of their children, who actually want to save their neighbors' lives, who actually want to make sure everybody around them is safe. Like, they, they can't tell us what to do. And the government, our sports teams, our organizations, our concert promoters, damn well better put together something where you you can show your vaccine receipt or you can have something on a ticket stub that shows it. Like this anti-science idiocy, you know what? Let them do that under a rock or in their cage. But you know what? The, the time to try to reason with these people has long passed. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Good morning for some. Yeah, I think um I think the time for us to stop tolerating the things that people like this guy are pushing is long past. Honestly, America, it is time to take off your mask and stand up. Um okay, so let's see here. Uh that 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 like I said, I mean it's starts somewhere. All of this probably started at the Truman uh, National Security Project, since they're fixing up the State Department with control measures via PC political correctness. Um it's all about control. This is all interwoven. It's all interwoven. Okay, so let's see what we else got here. Now, what we're gonna talk about next, and I'm sorry guys, this program is gonna run a little long. Because I still have a few things I want to share with y'all. This is this is the COVID special. Like I said, the Sea Report, we're finally doing a COVID-19 story. We're, we're focusing on that today. So we might run, I'm thinking we might run one more hour. Okay, so, all right, let's go ahead and get back into it. Um, now, they're depending on the private sector. They're depending on the lemmings of the world, the, those who are asleep or those who are totally bought into it to start persecuting those who are not going to accept this vaccine. And now, like, we're seeing this in the private sector. You're not going to see this at government or anything because this will be considered discrimination because this is what it is. Um, we are people of a healthy body and a sound mind, know how vaccines work, and this is going to boil down to discrimination. Science says so, okay? I don't know what Joe Scarborough says, but science says that. Now... People are starting to say, especially those who are awake to this vaccine passport and the restrictions that I could have, like I said earlier, if you do not have a job now, 
it's going to be hard to get one once this goes into full effect. Because if you're not vaccinated, you're not going to be able to get a job. That is going to come. You will not be able to be a regular, normal member of society. So aside from not being able to travel, visit, or touch people, you're not going to be able to make money. You're not going to be able to take care of yourself. You're not going to be able to be self-sufficient. You're not going to be able to, um, to, to, to pursue your rights of liberty, freedom, and, and, and choice and movement because you will not be able to make a living. Now, I've heard some people say this who are awake to the vaccines and others respond, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. Oh, you're crazy. No, they can't do that. It's all voluntary. Voluntary, voluntary, voluntary. It's here, America. Okay, so let's look at this article real quick. And then I will present you with some evidence that um, a viewer and listener of this program actually sent to me from their job. Okay, so this says, yes, your boss can fire you if you refuse to get a COVID vaccine. This one's coming from CNBC. Now you noticed... These headlines I'm getting are coming from mainstream legacy outlets. Um, Typically, I will pour through uh, curated patriotic headlines that I find here and there. But this, um, it's already being pushed in the mainstream, guys. If it's already being pushed in the mainstream, that means behind the scenes, these, these things are probably already operational. They just need to roll them out, you know? Okay, so this article says... um, Let's pass the key points. Uh, The country's first COVID vaccine could be authorized for emergency use as soon as Thursday if Pfizer and BioNTech get the green light. Distribution is set to begin within days. Let me get a date on this article real quick. I apologize, guys. Just want to make sure. Okay, so this came out in 2020, December 12th. So this article has already had a little bit of time to ferment. And they're already talking about this in December. And here we are in March at the, or we're already in April. We're already entering the second quarter of the year or third quarter if you're following the fiscal calendar. Um, and we're already seeing the apps and um, we're already getting notifications of mandatory vaccines to maintain your job. Okay, so let's look at this a little bit more. Um Roughly 4 in 10 Americans say they would definitely or probably not get a vaccine, according to a recent survey by the Pew Research Center. While this is a higher, this is higher than it was two months ago to achieve herd immunity, experts say that about 70% of the population needs to be vaccinated or have natural antibodies. I'm going to know because if I throw my laptop, not only will I have my temporary laptop broken, um, I will lose all grace. I cannot believe that this article just made a pro-herd immunity statement. Because back in March of 2020, all the way through the time this vaccine came out, there was no such thing as herd immunity. Herd immunity was non-existent. It was a conspiracy theory. 
In fact, that's why we had to isolate each other. That's why we had the six-foot rule. Because there's no such thing as herd immunity. And now the legacy media, who is depending on our goldfish, lemming memories, not to, and to not even understand the science of vaccines or viruses or any of that, for us to just be dependent on them for knowledge... Now, they've just flip-flopped and said that they needed herd immunity. Guys, we're debunking these lies live on air. Sometimes the C-Report tends to do that. But I can't... We just caught them on a freaking flip-flop. The legacy media. They pushed non-herd immunity for months. And now they needed it for this vaccine. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about the herd and these vaccines in a little bit. Okay, so back to the article. While this is higher than it was two months ago... Oh, we already read that. Herd immunity. God. Employers, however, may not be taking no for an answer. Under the law, an employer can force an employee to get vaccinated. And if they don't take it, fire them. That comes from a person named Raj Dunn from the Dallas Labor and... From the Dallas Labor and Employment... Attorney. He's an attorney for the Dallas Labor and Employment, I guess, agency of there in, here in the state of Texas. So, okay. So, um, an attorney's already taken this position now. They'll probably just run with it because they think that every attorney's work is good and grace and, and filled with righteousness, right? We're learning that that is not the case. Period. Um, let's see. It says here, a couple of my corporate clients are leaning toward making the COVID vaccine mandatory, said Raj Dunn, a Dallas labor and employment attorney. His clients range from companies in manufacturing to food and beverage, industries that have been battered for months due to the, due to the pandemic and government mandated lockdowns. See, they already got us. They controlled us enough. They controlled our destinies with our money by making us shut down our businesses. And now they're going to add more. Um, they're going to add more um, oppression on top of that because they hit your bottom line now in order to, to because you're already struggling because you're already desperate to open up for work. They have set they have primed you to make these vaccines mandatory because if they're not mandatory, then COVID could come back and then your livelihood is again shot. Do you see this compounding snowballing effect of oppression that has been rolled out with this entire shamdemic? Um, let's see. A vaccine promises employers a return to some form, some form of normal, which is desperately needed as businesses look to recover profits. So they've got them desperate enough to follow in line, basically. They hurt their bottom line by making them shut down when it was not necessary. And now they're going to make them, they're going to make them, they're using them as useful, I wouldn't say they're useful idiots. They're, They're usefully exploited to now force people to get vaccines to get a job terrible. Mandating the vaccine in the workplace. One of Dunn's clients in the restaurant sector thinks a compulsory inoculation requirement could be a game changer for business. They think it gives them a competitive advantage, explained Dunn. They could say to their customers, hey, our restaurant is safe. All of our customers have been vaccinated. And they won't get shut down by city health officials whenever they have people going in without masks. But guess what? They're still going to have to wear the masks even after they show their papers for being vaccinated. 
Under the law, an employer can force an employee to get vaccinated, and if they don't take it, fire them, said Dunn. Dort Reese, a professor at the University of California Hastings College of Law, said that private businesses have pretty extensive rights. Requiring a vaccine is a health and safety work rule, and employers can do that. That's why I said you will need to use the preface of medical discrimination. That's the only way you're going to get past this because private businesses can do as they will and they're going to do it because they've been hurting and um, they're going to make it mandatory. Um, If you're an at-will state where that means the person that you're working for can fire you for no reason at all, like Texas is an at-work state, um, at-will work state. So an employee can fire anyone they want with no uh, necessary documentation. No, I mean, if, if the person who's fired decides to take it up in court, the private company will want that documentation, obviously, to prove that they had a reason that wasn't discriminatory for firing them. But essentially, they can just fire them um, and they won't face any real repercussions other than maybe having to pay what? Unemployment? Um, and, and then what are the chances of that person who's being beaten down by not having the ability to take care of themselves financially is going to go find a lawyer that will take a pro bono case on discrimination that's ambiguous because we don't know why they were fired. So this is going to be a challenge for people at, at uh, right to work at Wilf's work states. You know, I, I keep getting that, that phrase confused, but um that, that's something that they are looking at. Uh, so this professor, Dr. Reese at Col- California Hastings College, said requiring a vaccine is a health and safety work role, and employers can do that. Take the healthcare system. Dr. Hannah L. Sally, who oversees a clinical trial for Moderna's uh, vaccine candidate, believes hospitals could eventually make COVID inoculations a condition of employment, similar to how the annual influenza vaccine is required of all medical staff. We have all we all have to demonstrate that we took our flu shot before we go out and see our patients on the wards, said L. Sally. When we are sick, we cannot deliver vital functions to the community. A few exceptions, it says. There are, however, a few notable exceptions uh, to this kind of blanket requirement. If a work, if a workforce is unionized, the collective bargaining agreement may require negotiating with the union before mandating a vaccine. Anti-discrimination laws also provide some protections. Under the Americans with Disabilities Act, workers who don't want to be vaccinated for medical reasons are eligible to request an exemption. In the case, in this case, an employer would have to provide reasonable accommodations, such as allowing the employee to work remotely. Now, that's very, very interesting because they're saying the Americans with Disabilities Act. So I'm guessing that people who cannot take the vaccine for medical reasons, but who would be discriminated against for not taking the vaccine are protected under this Americans with Disabilities Act is that is what my assessment would be. (coughs) Now, of course, for the private business to not face any repercussions, that is to say, the worker actually has the gall, the wherewithal, the finance, the finances um, to stand up and take their former employee to task for firing them for unfair or discriminatory reasons. Um, 
what the private business will have to do is essentially prove that. So documentation would be useful to them in that matter. But what do you do when it is known that you oppose the vaccine and then all of a sudden things just start to get a little bit rougher at your place of employment. Now, this is something I face similarly, personally speaking, um, in my work history. And uh, it wasn't over vaccines or COVID. It was over my political affiliations. And I received, I mean, everything was coming up roses for 10 years until a new anti-Trump um pro-liberal, pro-progressive. She didn't, I don't even want to get into it. Let's just say that things start to pop up on my work record that never were there before, you know? So this is what I'm talking about with discrimination. And this is where it's going to get tough. And that's why um, medical discrimination, what we're going to be facing because we have a healthy body and a sound mind, know how vaccines work and know this is wrong are going to be faced with this opposition. Now, I said I was going to share some information that came from one of my viewers. Um, so in talking about this, uh, this is because they don't want to take the vaccine. They don't want it. They don't think it's safe. And yet they are very, very real facing facing the fact that they are going to lose their job for not taking this vaccine because the job is going to require, require proof of vaccination. The job has mandated it. And they forwarded me an email <laughs> from uh, their job. So let's take a look at that. So you can see, America, you need to see this is here now. This is not coming. Jobs are not going to hypothetically fire you. They are going to. This is here now, guys. It is here now and so this is a this is a communication that this viewer's job sent to them about the requirements and the consequences of not receiving this vaccine so i went ahead and redacted the essential information to protect the source because after all this person stands to lose their job because they're not going to fight it because because of the fact that they're they're afraid uh, and this is the sick part. This is where they get people. They hurt. They hit them where it hurts. Um, like we need to hit them where it hurts. In their first book, they do that. And and this is something that we are seeing happen now in this country. So let me see if I can expand this for you real quick. And well, let me expand it here first. Okay, and. Sorry, new laptop, uh, not not the permanent one. This is still my temporary fix since my other one died. And um, What did I do? So I don't know the functions of this plate. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, the magic mouse button. Okay, so this is uh, from, this is the communication. It was sent Friday, January 8th, 2021 at 3.33 p.m. What a time and what a day. Two days after the insurrection, false flag occurred. It says, um, subject COVID-19 vaccinations, vaccinations, importance high. Dear staff, um, so-and-so will be requiring all employees to take the COVID-19 vaccination in order to continue working at this. And I blanked out the industry um, 
because yeah um at this time they have opened it up to phase 1b so there it says the owner of the company is requiring all employees to take the vaccine in order to continue working at this time um they will face losing their job if they don't um it says here and it lists uh i guess uh, symptoms and stuff like that anyone from the job that qualifies under these phases must go and get their COVID-19 vaccination. You will get paid by the, for the time that you are, uh, you are out getting your vaccination. You must bring any and all documents they give you for your vaccination and give a copy to, etc. your human resources manager. Um, and then it says, uh, where can I go to get my vaccine? Okay. So, now, that was the notice that they sent out in January. This is the one that they sent out in March. Uh, this one they just got. So this one is a reminder. It says, vaccination reminder sent out Monday, March 29th at 9.50 a.m. Importance is high. You have 18 days left to get your vaccination done. As you know, so-and-so wants all of the employees vaccinated for COVID-19. This is mandatory. If you do not plan on taking your shots at all, please contact me or so-and-so immediately. Otherwise, you have 18 days to get your first shot administered. Uh, the deadline to get your first vaccination shot is Thursday, April 15th. Thanks, signed so-and-so. So, like I said, this viewer sent me that documentation just so they could show... Sorry, let me fix my screen. Uh, they could show um, exactly what they're facing when it comes to just trying to make a living. And this person is, and, and I don't blame this person because this is the same model that we see on everyone. It's a vice grip. You, you're afraid to speak up and rock the boat because your livelihood is at line and it's designed that way america it is designed that way and that's why i have to have some compassion even though it frustrates me that i i believe that these people don't have the backbone to stand up because your job or like your soul you know what i mean like one person could make that difference and you don't know if you are that person so it frustrates me, but I have to have compassion because everyone is in this model. Everyone, I mean, that's why we have some people who have literally sold out this country because they are concerned about their livelihood. And in some instances, it's the worst example because they could probably go into other industries. I don't know. Or maybe they have blackmail on them. I don't know. I mean, this is how that works. This is all of these modalities and functions we have discovered and has really been shown to us America in the last four years. Whereas people who've been aware of this for a lot longer than that, we are now seeing the mechanics of how these people work. We're seeing it. We're spelling it out for you, you know? And, and so I think it's, it behooves us to stand up. Anyways, okay, so let me um, pull up the right screen here for you guys. Okay, so now where were we? Um, okay, we oh, so we just went to so that is something. Okay, so that again is something that you're seeing. Um, now again, I keep saying this for a reason. We have a healthy body and a sound mind. Know how vaccines work. 
And we know that once you get them, you are protected. Okay, so now that we see some of the ways that the private sector will accomplish what the deep state, the swamp, all these people are trying to accomplish with the COVID-19 shamdemic, which is a real virus that was blown out of proportion to scare the world into submission. Um, the question is being raised about forced vaccinations. Um, the cr- question is being raised um, about the effectiveness of the vaccinations. Um, and if we're going to talk about the bottom line, um, it's going to, and if we're going to talk about litigation, there's some other doors that are opening up here, y'all, that we're going to step through in just a moment. And thank you for uh, hanging in there with us. And thank you for joining us on this special edition of the Seaport. It's going to be, we're, we're getting through it, guys. We're getting through it. We got a, f- a few more points, fine points to talk about to kind of stir the thoughts in us, America, about what is going on with this COVID. Um, maybe we'll do one that focuses on the science because... The C report hasn't gone into, you know, my stance on this case, America, but we haven't talked about the science, which is all sham because masks don't work. You know, coronavirus is basically a a non-lethal flu um, that is lethal to those of a certain medical condition. It's no worse than the flu. It's the science. We'll, we'll talk about that in another one, I guess. Um, the whole base and foundation for why people like you and I know that this is a shamdemic, that they're just doing this for control because all of that common sense, real science about masks being ineffective because there are no studies that show that masks are effective after all. Um, science, you know, uh, what is a scientific method? Come on guys. I mean, we're not all stupid, Joe Scarborough. All right. Um, You might be setting your kid up for something, though. Um, So let's see here. I'm kind of wanting to jump to that next topic now. Let's see. Can the government force you to get coronavirus vaccines? Okay, so that's uh, that's that's definitely a question that's coming up right now. But um, I kind of want to stay on this other trail first. We'll talk about forced vaccines in this in a minute, um, because there's. Uh, there were some tips that I received uh, um, earlier today when we were having a, a program um, on our Twitch account uh, for Q&A holes uh, where it was mentioned that some nations are indeed already forcefully, um, not mandating, they are for- forcefully vaccinating, um, i.e. pulling people out of their houses and forcing them to get the shot. Now, I searched as much as I could diligently as I could in the time that I had. And that's why we got on the air late tonight at the 11th hour, just in time to make the, the, the calendar day, the 30th of March, um, central time in Texas. Um, I couldn't find articles or videos that, um, showed that. So I'm going to go back into that and we'll follow up on it. Um, if I can find those stories, we'll follow up on anyways. Um, we're here daily at the sea report. So I'm sure once that information comes across my desk, I can share it with you guys. Um, but, um, in regards to, um, the private sector and the monies that are going involved, like I said, um, they're depending on that. You already have employers 
threatening employees with being fired or not being employed, um, that is gonna that's gonna go general. And generally speaking, you're probably not gonna be able to get a job anywhere unless you're working for a good patriotic American that doesn't believe in the COVID vaccine and has their own private company. But they'll probably be shut down for not allowing masks and and for not enforcing the six foot rule. So you see this oppressive snowball that keeps rolling over us guys like this is all oppression if we have to take these vaccines and it goes this way it is oppression and it is discrimination um so we now see that with the employee employer situation and we also see businesses rewarding uh because uh what is that what is that um what is that method called when you uh when you uh, when you hit the dog for doing something bad and you reward them for doing something good. Can't remember the name of it. Um, but you know what I'm talking about, America. Um, and so we have businesses that are now rewarding their customers for getting the vaccine. Show us your vaccine and get a free French fry. Show us the vaccine and get a 10% discount. Show us your vaccine and, and you know, you be entered to win. Um, you will be rewarded Absolutely. You'll be able to travel. You'll be able to hug people. You will be able to be a normal functioning human. But don't forget, America, this is the new normal. There is no magic wand. Oh, we found the magic wand. This is not the new normal and this will be reversed. Okay, so now with these rewards, we see other things coming up. Um, and now this is interesting. This is this is that cross fight because now uh, there was that gym in New Jersey who said uh, that they they were opening their gym. They were fighting the whole COVID thing. They were getting fined. They were getting locked up. They were I mean they were going through the mill with the state of New Jersey over COVID um, um, recommendations. And uh, now they are offering free memberships to people who are not getting the vaccine. So it's good to see that there are some businesses that are taking the fight at that angle. Here's one that I thought was interesting. And um, I read this article and I can't, I could not find it. Um, the, the article basically summarized that there is a gym that is halting all new hires who are vaccinated. Because their insurance does not cover experimental vaccines. But wait, you say, the government is rolling out these vaccines. How could it be experimental? Would they really experiment on the population of America? Nay, the world? Well, America, the last I checked, they never finished running any of the experimental tests on this to see what it would do. There was no proper time period to allow this uh, thing to run its course and to see if there would be any type of um, reactions. And we already know there have been reactions. We already know there have been deaths associated with this vaccine. We already know. Oh, but percentage-wise, it's okay. I'm sure that's the way that these pharmaceutical agencies are thinking. Um, I mean, they have. we do have the confidence of President Trump who he did say he did recommend it okay but again and i'm not i'm not saying that to put any kind of light or spin on that man but we know from the science and the masks and how vaccines work and of being healthy and sound minds that this is all bull okay and so we're not going to take them 
We're not going to take the vaccine, right? We're going to take off our masks. We're going to breathe deeply with our chests out. And we're going to politely tell them to go shove it. All right. So um, the insurance thing, let's stay on this. It's experimental. Legally speaking, insurance companies are already advising. And that's why this gym, and I wish I could find the article, but I got something better for you guys. I got something much better than that article. But the article did say the gym would not be allowing people who are vaccinated in because their insurance would not cover experimental vaccines. So let's take a look at an article that I found. And it's a... it's, it's right in this. This is something that people are not thinking about. And um, I'm glad that they published it. Um, this comes from ToriSays.com. Um, and she actually spoke about this on her show, I believe, this morning. So I didn't even know there was an article. Now, anytime I have gone over to see, read the articles at this website, I am mind blown at the breadth and depth of information inside these articles. I know if I'm going to read a Tory Says article that I'm going to have to sit down and focus my squirrel goldfish mind because there's so much information and it's, it's, it's all here. So let's get into this article. Snopes lied. Life insurance may be void with COVID vaccine. So here's another angle. Now we have the gym who's saying that their insurance won't cover experimental vaccines, so they can't do it with new employees. It's it's a liability. Now, life insurance. Oh, life insurance. You're going to pass away from COVID and you got the vaccine. Oh, but it was experimental. I'm sorry. Your claim has been denied. Um, good luck trying to find the funds to uh, bury your person. Um, I'm sorry. That's not very cold, but... Do you see what we're saying here? All right, let's read the article. It's interesting how big corporations are pushing for the people of the United States to get the COVID vaccine that is experimental. There is a motivating factor for that. Actually, there are a few. Firstly, by mandating it, they are able to collect health data, genetic data, and, well, oodles of data. (laughs) Data is the century's gold. And we can clearly see that if you take a look at how You know, John Brennan, former head of the CIA, capitalized off of your private data by selling it to um, to corporations offshore to uh, he monetized our data, guys. He illegally did it and lied about it. And yet he's still a free man and did not commit treason. Okay, let's get back to this. Okay, Um, it says uh, the flip side. Isn't it interesting how all the old people got the vaccine first? Turns out, life insurance policies won't pay out on death either because of the vaccine or later in life. Yes, millions of Americans just got shafted out of their life insurance policies. This discussion began a few weeks ago, and it's taken us that long to determine that Snopes is full of it. Oh, come on, Tori, we already knew Snopes was full of it. Okay, uh, this is great, though. After all, we know the fact-checking um, they do. We know the fact-checking they do. In fact, they quoted a Canadian company. This is the United States of America. 
we have no queen, and a lame response from a lobbyist who, in essence, has zero authority to speak for MetLife, State Farm, etc. It says, the original post was shared by a user by the name of Tracy Wiggins and was specific to Canada. In response to the misinformation being shared online, the Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association Incorporated issued a statement on March 8th declaring that receiving the COVID-19 vaccine will have no effect on individual or workplace coverage or benefits from life insurance or supplementary health insurance, including disability, nor will it have any effect on the ability to apply for future coverage. No one should be afraid and choose to not protect themselves from COVID-19 because they are worried about it affecting their benefits, said CHLIA spokesperson Kevin Dorse. All of Canada's life and health insurers are supportive of Canadians receiving government-approved vaccinations to protect themselves from serious illness and death. The insurance lobbying group American Council of Life Insurers spokesperson Jack Dolan also confirmed to Snopes in an email that receiving the COVID-19 immunization will have no effect on life insurance in the United States. And even in instances of experimental drugs, life insurance have to pay death claims. And uh, I guess she marked LOL on that because it's a lie. Um, at the time of the writing, three mRNA vaccines individually manufactured by Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, and Pfizer BioNTech were being distributed in the United States. All three vaccinations were approved by the United States Food and Drug Administration under an emergency use authorization, which allows for new therapeutics to be administered during public health emergencies like the coronavirus pandemic. An experimental or investigational drug, on the other hand, is one that has not received approval from government regulatory authorities, but has shown promise in treating a disease or medical condition, according to the FDA. Under the definition of the COVID-19 vaccine, <clears throat> oops, pardon me. Oh, I think that is the end of that. My bad. Okay, so, all right, so the article continues. We actually called around, asked for life insurance policy documents, and none would provide them unless we were purchasing life insurance. After providing our information to various agents and being spammed, we later found out the full policy with all the fine print is sent to you once you are approved and arranged a payment. It is at that time you have anything between 7 to 15 days to cancel the policy without a penalty. <coughs> Excuse me. Therefore, we sought out the internet to find such underwriting far and wide, and the majority that came back was that of State Farm. <clears throat> Citizens from around the United States of America concerned of the vaccine push checked their policies and called their life insurance companies. Here's what they were told. Some examples. Mutual Omaha said, we cannot answer that question as a hypothetical. As you mentioned in your policy, any treatment or medication our insured customers take must be FDA approved. Denial of benefits may occur if our policy holders engage in any investigational or unimproved, treat, unimproved, unimproved treatments. Um, Policyholder said the COVID vaccine is experimental. It's not FDA approved. So now that the nursing home gave it to me, um, I lose my insurance. That was a question for the policyholder. So the Mutual of Omaha said, if 
If it's not FDA approved, ma'am, it may invalidate your insurance. Interesting, huh? I can check that for you. And then it says, um, I would have to refer you to your local agent to have these questions documented and your policy revised. Um, the policyholder said, I don't understand why. Um, Mutual of Omaha said, ma'am, you signed your policy over 10 years ago. It's not updated. I have to terminate this call. Please contact your local agent. Wow. So it sounds like they got cold feet real quick. Um, and then it says here, it's been three weeks and the policyholder has not been able to get Mutual of Omaha to provide a written statement saying that they will pay their whole life policy. So now it's getting tied up in the bureaucracy. Now, maybe the insurance agencies weren't expecting one of their um, one of their insured to have these kind of questions and to realize that in the fine print, unbeknownst to everyone out there who was taking these vaccines, that even though the FDA did approve them, they may still be held as being experimental. Um, that's some interesting stuff here. Let's see what else this article has to say. Um, instructions on how to appeal a denied claim. Um, and this is from State Farm. If you or your beneficiary's claim is denied, you or your beneficiary are authorized, are an authorized representative, or an authorized representative may request a review of the claim. It should be sent to, etc. Your request should include documents, reports, or other evidence to support your claim. To help you prepare your request, you may examine any pertinent plan documents. Um, Well, you know, the thing about it here, America, is if if you do get your reports and your evidence and your documents to support your claim, what you're going to do is prove that we didn't have to have these vaccines. (laughs) So they're not going to look at it. This is ridiculous. Um, Your request must be submitted within 180 days. um, And then the State Farm Welfare Benefit Appeal Committee has to make a decision no later than 60 days after that. So you might be dead by then. And your corpse might be smelling up the living room, but they can't bury you because they won't authorize you with your life insurance policy, apparently. Um, Here under Group Life and AD&A Insurance Plan for the United States Employees 2018 Summary Plan, it says down here at the bottom, a description of the review procedures and the time limits applicable, including a statement of a claimant's rights to bring civil action under Section 502A of ERISA following an adverse benefit determination on appeal upon request and free of charge a copy of any internal rule guideline protocol or other similar criterion that was relied upon in the making the adverse determination regarding your claim in other words denying it and an explanation of the scientific or clinical judgment for a determination that is based on a medical necessity so they need medical proof experimental treatment so if you have an experimental treatment or other similar exclusions or limits. So you need documentation. Um, Let's see. It says here, uh, as the article continues, the same theme of runaround was given uh, to all five persons that communicated concerns to the reporter, uh, to, to Tori. It's incredible how major life insurance companies refuse to provide in writing that the COVID vaccines will not disqualify their policyholders. One company, specifically MetLife, provided a little bit of insight to a policyholder that Dan expected. 
Um, so here's uh, another interview from uh, um, between MetLife and the policyholder. It says, "We cannot say that we cannot say what we exclude or don't exclude so definitively. What you are asking me to is adjudicate your future death. I appreciate your concerns that we don't cover non-FDA approved treatments." drugs and vaccines, but we will have someone adjudicate it so something might be paid out to your loved ones. So the policyholder then tells the MetLife person, might? So China releases a virus, topples our economy, and pushes us to experimental medications to make sure we live, and you tell me my family might get money from a policy that I have been paying into for over 30 years. This this was an act of war. And we might mention, America, this is not our fault. Um, but we will have to take responsibility for ending this. Don't forget that. This may not be our fault. We might not have started it, but we will have to end it. It is time to take off your masks, America. Okay. MetLife responds to the policyholder. If you put it that way, we may not pay anything if it is determined to be an act of war. They have to determine it. And considering the medications were developed under EAU, EUA, I apologize, EUA, it may be considered as such. I don't know. I think you need to speak with your local agent. The policyholder replies, basically, my money is gone because of an act of war. MetLife responds, it does state in the policy that an act of war invalidates your policy, but it would speak with, but I would speak with your local agent. What? Let me read that fine print. It does state in the policy that an act of war invalidates your policy. They got you screwed either way, America, and you have to get vaccinated under force of derision, oppression, and tribulation. That's all there is to it, because you'll want to wear your muzzle masks. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's continue. That is insane. Okay, it says here, what you should be concerned about is that no major insurance company will put in writing that policy holders who get a COVID vaccine will have no negative impact on their death policy statements, none. And that's interesting because they will reward you with a free hot dog and they will give you that 5% discount for showing your papers, vaccine papers, but they cannot guarantee America because we all need to, we all need to do it for the good of the community. We all need to fall in line. We all fell in line so for the good of the community and did what they want and they cannot even guarantee us for obeying that our life insurance policies will cover us with the COVID vaccines. This is entirely unfair. There is no reciprocity here, guys. Hello? Like, oh goodness, this is just getting too much. Okay. Did you know that healthcare policies also do that? For example, even though proton beam therapy has been found to be effective in prostate cancer, the unproven definition excludes treatments because they are non-FDA approved. If in fact they claim that because they are not FDA approved, that means they are not determined effective for treatment. This is because they claim they are insufficient and inadequate clinical evidences from well-conducted randomized controlled trials. That's what I was saying. There were no completed controlled trials over these vaccines. It was emergency released, etc. Um, 
So it says here also uh, that um, there are also no prevailing published peer-reviewed medical literature. Again, we had the we had um, a doctor summit where they were speaking against how COVID was uh, bad, uh, um, was not a real pandemic and, and stuff like that. And that was ignored by the media, right? This doctor summit was ignored. And, and yet there's no existing peer reviewed medical literature that shows masks are effective, that shows this vaccine is effective, that shows that uh, COVID is indeed the deadly pandemic that we don't see in the streets, you know? What are we to do other than take off our masks, stand up and tell them to stop it? Sounds like people are getting the short end of the stick. I believe that is true, Tori. The question is, mortgages require life insurance. Does that mean that we will see an increased amount of estate recovery from insurance companies taking money out of widowed persons' pockets? Damn. So they will also be coming for your... They're going to get you by the short and curlies, no matter what, America, if you don't take off your mask right now. Don't take my word for it, it says in the article. Call your life insurance company and ask them to put it in writing. Get it in writing. That makes it legal. Um, You obviously cannot trust the media, so don't even trust me. And that's the writer saying, and I say me too. Go do your own research. I mean, that's how we got here in the first place. Uh, Don't rely on your local agent telling you it will be fine. Get it in writing from the corporate office. You're under advisement, America. Get all of this stuff in writing. Um, And it closes, I would make sure to get them to commit in writing that if COVID is considered an act of war in the future, that they will still cover it because apparently they don't cover acts of war either. Um, And the next thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get that it was an act of God in writing. Uh, Anyways. All right. So this is another angle that we're looking at, America. Thank you, ToriSays.com, for that most enlightening and interesting article. We'll close out of that now. Okay. So... We're running down on time here. We're coming towards an end. Uh, The light we're starting to see at the end of the tunnel. America, it is time to take off your masks. Now, let's talk a little bit about that herd immunity factor that we mentioned a little bit ago. I think this is a good place to to leave it. Um, Something else has come up. Uh, an article that I found. Actually, I heard the report first. Um, This one coming from naturalnews.com. Now, I know a lot of you people know what outfit Natural News was associated with when they started their journey into independent uh, patriot media. Um, Mike Adams, um, I have respected the man for a long time and his work. Um, And I haven't come across anything that plants him as a shill, like I have Alex Jones. And we're not going to get off the COVID topic. I'm not trying to distract y'all. But um, on his program, uh, he had, um, well, the article here was released on the 26th, which was last Friday. So I probably heard it sometime over the weekend, where um, there are some doctors who are assessing that the people who are receiving the vaccines now will in fact be the ones who take the plunge when their now primed bodies for the next mutation of COVID comes through. When the super strain hits, that that was supposed to have hit this past winter, (laughs) comes because of all of these um, 
mutations in the vaccination in 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 the uh, COVID nineteen. Like we already have the Brazilian strain, we already have the South African strain, we already have the European strain. So <clears throat> this virus is mutating. Um, an act of war, an act of biological warfare. We'll see America. It's looking that way after all. Like I said. <laughs> Even though it's just a show, the White House is currently saying that they are not happy with China or the WHO for the report that they did, which was what they called non-transparent and incomplete. So if they're saying it, and this is all part of their sham, one must wonder why the push to get everyone vaccinated. Because they ultimately want to keep America the world, society shut down. That's the ultimate goal here. They need this pandemic to prolong. Now, this pandemic has helped them. It helped them steal an election. Um, and, and now it's going to help them lock down the world. And also maybe implement new monetary systems because maybe when this second wave of COVID comes next fall, or maybe sooner, who knows? And the the people who are now vaccinated, and it's what? Half of Israel's vaccinated. I mean, this is going on around the world, y'all. Everyone's getting vaccinated because all of a sudden herd immunity matters and you need herd immunity in order for vaccines to be effective. But they're not looking at what is coming. Now, if a second strain breaks out with the assist of this vaccinated herd of people on the planet Earth, we could be looking at something quite diabolical. Is this hypothetical? I would say no, because we know that people who get the flu shot annually tend to get the flu the next year because the flu shot that you're getting protects you from the current year's strain, not the following year's strain. But what it does do is open up your body to the familiarity of the DNA, molecules, cells, whatever it is, because I'm not a scientist, I don't know. But your DNA can now, your body can now receive it because it's familiar with it in order to protect it, but not against mutations. This is why people get sick when they get the flu shot, because they are getting a live virus. Now, let's take a look at this article before I start going into all of this fear porn. But here's something that you could consider. Vaccinated people are walking biological time bombs and a threat to society. Now, the, uh, the vocabulary of this article is a lot stronger than um, I read in most um, venues for Patriot Media. Um, and maybe even that I use myself, but we're going to go ahead and go through it because you guys understand this uh, lingo. Um, this is... Is what we people who are ignorant enough to be injected with an experimental vaccine that accelerates the generation of highly contagious super strains in their own bodies are walking biological time bombs and a threat to society. The globalists know this, and consistent with their goals of global mass extermination, they are giving the most dangerous and most contagious people vaccine passports so they can freely roam across society spreading their super strain viruses far and wide again this is by design now again uh, just to break away as i said all of this is about control all by design and then ultimately if they keep us closed down long enough and hurting they can use that as a cover for why the economy is going to crash 
And once they crashed the economy because they couldn't have a war because Trump was the most peaceful president we've ever had and didn't start any new wars or conflicts, but rather ended a lot of them, they couldn't use the war as a cover to... Um, to reset their financial system, which is the fiat system, which is the Federal Reserve Bank, which we haven't gone into it yet, the C-Report. And I know I've been promising personal uh, viewers of my personal podcast that we would get into the Federal Reserve because, after all, the Federal Reserve and the central bank and the type of banking system and the people who control it, because ultimately fiat could be useful. Because I've had academics come after me and tell me that fiat currency saved the world and saved humanity. Like literally, this is what they believe. They believe that the way that they're the, the way that the powers that be, uh, the Federal Reserve Central Bank and the board of says Janet Yellen, who's currently the first uh, secretary treasurer from the Fed to be a secretary treasurer because Donald Trump um, basically um nationalized the fed back in uh, march of 2017 um because of that like uh sorry thoughts are falling um they're they're gonna they're gonna try and push um resetting because they don't have a war like i said and now they have to use this pandemic to cover that because the fiat systems like i said the academic and the, the, the degreed will say it saved the world, but the way that these people in the Federal Reserve are running it, um, they're crashing economies, they're, they've started major booms and busts. This has been studied. It's understood. This is the very thing that woke me up in the first place um, because it is, it is, it's a giant Ponzi scheme, guys. Like, you cannot pay off a credit card with a credit card. And that is basically what the Federal Reserve is because the Federal Reserve makes money out of thin air and then charges America interest um, on something that is non-existent. And so the only way that we can pay off that non-existent interest, which comes at us via the federal income tax, which is unconstitutional, which the central bank is unconstitutional, which our constitution friggin' says that the people are the ones who are to coin and create their own currency, not some private organization, private company, private bank who is profiting off of us by creating money out of thin air and then charging us interest that we then have to order more money with more interest on to pay that interest. This is why you cannot pay a credit card with a credit card because the attached interest puts it at a negative deficit. And it has caused our it has caused the value and the spending power of our dollar to decrease so low that Ideas like inflation start to come into mind, and we've been printing trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. So what's going to happen very soon? We haven't seen it go Venezuela yet. We haven't seen it go Weimar Republic yet, but it is more so possible. And that's why they need this great reset so that uh, loaves of bread suddenly don't cost $600 you know, because uh, because uh, the, the spending power of your currency is so low because this fiat has eaten it out so much. That's why they have wars to reset the currency. They did it in World War One. They did it in World War Two. Well, actually, World War Two was more the point where they did it because that's where they also took up all the gold. And that's also where they started laying all of those measures against the people. And um, they had the Great Depression. Um, they crashed the system. It was a bubble that popped and then we saw it in 2008. These are all linked together, guys. And that's why the Federal Reserve is one of the heads. And and I was so happy when, when President Trump nationalized it 
Honest guys, I was drunk for two days because since the days of End the Fed in 2008 and Ron Paul and every, I was there with them and I never thought that that would happen. Never thought. Um, and it was one of my happiest moments, to be honest with you guys. But now getting back to this article because it's by design. So now we have this pandemic to replace the war that President Trump didn't give the Federal Reserve central bankers of the world. These again uh, are among the heads you know, this Hydra, Truman National Security Project, um, all of the three-letter agencies, um, um, all of the multinational companies, you know, all of the entertainers, uh, the, all of these heads, you know, like this is this one was one of the main ones because it was the monetary vein for the globalists and the deep states into America. Like if we had cut this guy off and the polls wanted to. Um, and, and what they might have done might have hurt our country more. And uh, President Trump did it way more effectively because he did. Um, like uh, since those days, they've been trying to control us and do all that. And, and we if they had severed this head and we did it twice before in our history in this country, the first central bank of America's charter expired and President Andrew Jackson, my favorite president, Trump is now actually, but President Andrew Jackson was my favorite president prior to Trump. He he ended the Fed. He ran on the platform of routing out these bankers, these people, these money changers, the same people that Jesus Christ was routing out back in the day. This is all connected, guys. And um, Andrew Jackson did that. He got rid of the second Bank of America. And the Federal Reserve, the third Bank of America, snuck in under the guise of the Federal Reserve in 1913. Um, and then there's a lot more stuff around that, too. There's a lot more stuff. This is the stuff that woke me up. This is where my fight went to. I used to have a, before podcasts were podcasts, they were called blog blogcasts. And I used to have a blogcast where I went off like Alex Jones, literally, with the same tone and tenor, because that's all I got to say about that. But uh, I have since then, you know, refined my discourse in regards to that manner and can speak to it. But this is what woke me up. So they need this to happen. This is where this pandemic comes into play for the globalists and the deep state. That's This is where it hits. This is all by design. Now let's get back to the article because we're running out of time, America. The safest people. Oh, wait. Um, yeah, the safest people are those who have strong innate immune systems and have already built antibodies against the coronavirus without needing any medical intervention. This is easily accomplished in most people with the help of vitamin D, zinc, nutrition, restful sleep, and avoidance of toxic foods and medications. Basically, everything that you're going to do to either get better from having a cold or prevent yourself from having a cold along with, you know, washing your hands. Um Yet the entire science industry um, refuses to recognize any role whatsoever for innate immunity and antibodies that individuals create on their own are not recognized as serving any function whatsoever. So our natural immune systems out the door with this administration and with this shamdemic. <clears throat> for example, you can get an antibody passport from showing your own innate immunity, even though you have already defeated the pathogen thanks to your God-given immune system. 
So, I mean, yeah, we can beat, like I said, I, I had Corona probably seven times already, you know, and I'm fine, you know, and, and now I can get this passport because my innate immune system says I can't. So why do we need these vaccines, you know? Modern science, if we dare call it that, wants you to believe that you have no immune system at all and that your body must be hijacked by mRNA vaccines in order to function. This is a gigantic, dangerous lie, and it is repeated by nearly every media outlet, medical journal, and medical authority around the world, most of whom are working um, for the uh, communist Chinese Communist Party to destroy Western nations, of course. Now, if lockdowns, quarantines, and masks were to be required for anyone, it should be for the vaccinated. Like I said, if you got your vaccine, stay away from me. You got something live in you for the next couple of weeks. It's the vaccinated people, and that's a couple of weeks by Fauci standards and uh, WHO standards, etc. It's the vaccinated people that are the most dangerous to society and the most likely to infect others with super strains, which are already demonstrating complete immunity to existing vaccines. The vaccines, in other words, have already been rendered largely obsolete. It's only the innate human immune system that can handle the rapid mutations and defeat them in a few hours, rather than waiting 10 plus months for the vaccine industry to roll out another COVID booster shot. Because when this started in America, it was one. We're up to two now. Now, let's see if this does not become a regular mandatory shot this point forward, just like your annual flu shot, which I still will not get. And I will not get this vaccine either. I don't care how blackballed I get, America. I will not get it. It's only, and I risk missing. I risk missing a cruise for it, America. But it, it will be worth it. I promise you. The vaccine industry will be chasing these vi- variants and mutant strains forever. In exactly the same way, antibiotics are forever chasing superbugs in hospital settings. Yet today, the entire world is a super strain factory for the vaccine bioweapons industry. Kind of like how genetically modified corn turns your stomach into a pesticide factory, this vaccine has turned the world into a super strain factory. And in truth, there's something far more sinister at play here. Do tell, Mr. Adams, do tell. Fauci, the NIH, National Institute of and the CCP, Communist Chinese, Chinese Communist Party, needed billions of humans to serve as bioweapons factories in order to accelerate their ultimate genocidal bioweapon. It turns out that Fauci, the NIH, and the CCP didn't actually succeed in building a deadly bioweapon that would wipe out humanity. The weapon they built, SARS-CoV-2, was intended merely to convince billions of people to take vaccines that would transform their own bodies into bioweapons factories so that the mutation development could then proceed globally via herd immunity, which suddenly exists. In this way, the centralized bioweapons vaccine military complex Pharmaceutical, uh, pharmaceutical complex meets military industrial complex was able to decentralize its bioweapons developmental program by releasing a relatively mild strain into the wild and following up with a vaccine to accelerate the super strain adaptations. In effect, every human being who has taken the vaccine is now a walking bioweapons factory churning out super strains and shedding them all over society with the help of their vaccine passports. Thanks a lot, vaccinated people. 
as cruise lines, sports arenas, airlines, universities, and other organizations are now announcing vaccinated only discrimination policies for those who they will allow to resume normal activities. They are creating perfect storm conditions for spreading the next global killer viral strain, which will be the result of random mutations in a vaccinated person, not deliberate engineering in a genetic lab. They wisened up, it seems. The real medical purpose of the vaccine is to wipe out the less lethal strains and provide viral adaptation pressures that accelerate the creation of more lethal strains. This was all done by design. They knew they couldn't design the perfect weapon and get away with it. They needed to put human beings to work as walking lab experiments. Again, America, getting back to that idea of consent. And I will and hold on to that thought because it's all about our consent. And theologically speaking, metaphysically speaking, and metaphorically speaking, people who believe in the rules and laws of consent include groups like Satanists. And I will follow up that thought tomorrow, guys, with a very important story. Um, okay, so it's all about consent, right? Now, where do we leave off? Okay, cruise lines, sports arenas. Okay, the real intent to wipe out lethal strains. Okay, they knew Americans would give consent. We would become the, um, again, we would become the um, useful idiots walking around and, and becoming bioweapons for them. All right. Vaccinated people are dangerous to be around. I've already made this joke to people and they've turned their noses at me. Um, stay away from me if you got the shot because I don't want to catch anything because you have live vaccines. And now they already have media outlets and they already have pundits saying that that is a false. They're going to fact check it. Snopes is probably going to say uh, debunked. You do not get a live virus whenever you get a vaccine, even though we know the science as human beings with healthy body and sound mind that know how vaccines work over the course of decades of, you know, scientific peer review and dissemination to the general public about the safety of vaccines, right? We know how it works. And now they're trying to flip the script on us, America. They're trying to change it it's gaslighting basically it, they're lying to us it's it's lying they're just straight up lying and they're depending on your ignorance to move forward okay now anyone who wants to survive the killer super strain wave that's mutating right now in the bodies of the vaccinated must realize that staying away from vaccinated people may be a matter of life and death it is the vaccinated who are the most dangerous and are therefore given the most access to society in their own selfishness and scientific ignorance, these willing bioweapon volunteers are helping consent, are helping to carry out the greatest crime against humanity that could be, uh, could ever be imagined. A global plague powered through decentralized, accelerated, adaptive genetic shaping that relies on billions of willing volunteers to serve as mutation labs. Now, America, please keep in mind, I am not sharing this article to be fear porn. I am not sharing this article to divide us on this matter. I am sharing this article so that we can realize that there's more to it because ultimately this is going to come. 
we already see it. I already shared with you. Um, I already shared with you uh, the documentation from one of my viewers' jobs that has already said they will be fired if they don't get this, and that is mandatory. We're already looking at all of these uh, vaccinated-only places again. This is going to boil down to medical discrimination because we of a healthy body and a sound mind that know how vaccines work realize that this is all oppression. This is all oppression. And the only way it's going to stop America is if we take off our masks and the time is now to take off our masks. And let's see if I get banned or canceled or whatever they call it nowadays. Okay. So because, because they're, if you thought it was bad with Trump and if you thought the differences in the polarizing and the, the Trump derangement syndrome was bad when they think you're literally putting their life at risk, not just their way of life via politics and government, but their literal life. We've already seen people get hit. We've already seen people get attacked. We've already heard dozens of story across the spectrum of uh, people um, receiving opposition for not having a mask, even to the point of wearing masks to trick them, you know, masks of, of printed faces to call out the Karens and kind of point out how ridiculous they're being, even in that, like it's here. So we're facing it. And, and, and like I said, this article is not to divide or to, or to cause another subcategory of topic of conversation, but it is important that we consider this. Um, it's not fear porn because education I think is, is more empowering against um, weapons like fear and ignorance. So that's why I'm kind of, cause I thought, you know, it's true. Whenever you get the flu shot, you still get the flu and it doesn't protect you from next year's strain. You know, it protects you from the current year's strain. So with the threats that the media are already putting out there about mutations and a super strain and COVID coming back because they need this pandemic since they didn't get a war, although they might get it with Biden because he doesn't know what his rogue, gen rogue former general Austin Lloyd is Lloyd Austin is doing. And that guy is way tied up in the military industrial complex. And he is way tied up with, uh, with, uh, government contracts. And he already made $85 million for the Raytheon, which he used to sit on the, the board for. Okay. These, this all tied together. Um, it's coming, it's here and we have to stand up now. All right. Um, the article continues when the next death wave comes, of course, the media will blame the unvaccinated. Like I said, you saw in that Joe Scarborough piece of whatever, you know, he's already creating the talking points for the MSNBC lemmings who are the last to wake up. I promise you the MS MSNBC lemmings who follow them to the T will be among the last with the academics to wake up to the reality of what's going on even after the dust is settled and the Patriots stand um, victorious. They're still going to be the last to wake up. I promise you they will be the last. Bet you $5. Anyways, okay, so uh, yes, the unvaccinated will be, so we will be persecuted. Um, and the current slate of vaccines will likely be entirely obsolete later this year as newer strains start to mutate, right? Pfizer has already, but it doesn't matter because your DNA has now changed and is now equipped to accept that new strain and, you know, infect your body. Um, you've already see, you're already seeing this across the media. The super strains have already begun to emerge and the current slate of vaccines. Okay, I already said that. Pfizer has already announced its plan to profit from annual Corona vaccine shots as the mutations and strains fall into a never ending pattern of repeat business, just like the annual flu shot. 
all accelerated by the initial vaccine by design. Um, okay, so let's see here. And now, I thought there was some more on this here. Oh, I guess I went through the whole thing. Now, uh, there were, I feel like there's something missing from this. Um, uh, okay, so I didn't take notes, but um, on his program where I first got a tip off on this this story uh he uh, mike adams had talked about um a, a science report that he had read and where they were showing that this was an actual case that could happen wherein the virus mutates but our bodies who are now accepting this rna stuff I'm, i don't understand it enough to explain it but now that our bodies are open to the attack of a new mutant strain it will spread immensely quick through the vaccinated population. And if it's a super mutated, strong strain, who knows? Maybe this one will be the one that we have a strong immune system innately will not be able to fight off as easily. So they're setting all of this up and it's moving so quick, guys. The, it's like half the world is already vaccinated. So we've got a lot of challenges up ahead of us. And America being so compliant to this oppression and to this discrimination when they're calling for tolerance and love and acceptance and inclusivity. And yet now you will not be human. You will be unclean. You will be marked if you don't get this vaccine. It's insane. Um, double standards all around. Um, it's ludicrous. We will continue to fight the fight, fight America, and we will continue to speak. Um, I will let you, I will keep you all updated with anything on my end with this, because um, <clears throat> it might be something I might be looking more into as we move forward. But um, I think we're going to close the show there. Thank you all for hanging in there with me and for being so attentive during this uh, COVID special. It's our first one. <laughs> I have a feeling there will be another one. The science is out there or the lack of science is out there. If you all are wanting to see it, if you are new or waking up to what is going on with this pandemic, um, because trust me, the pandemic did serve the purpose of giving everyone the time to start investing and in researching and looking and asking questions. I think that was one of the silver linings, if any, throughout this entire ordeal. Um, that's just something that we're going to have to think about. And, and that's somewhere that we will have to go. Um, but like I said, um, this is here. This is now. We've been compliant long enough. Um, and, and I will keep you guys up to date and we like, Oh, so the science, I'm sorry. If you're new to this and, and you're, you're questioning the science, we'll look into some of the stuff with the masks and the lack of science. Um, and, and maybe some of the evidence, cause you know, e even the masks that you get at the stores, unless it's like an N95 say on the box, it does not protect you. Um, even, even in medical books and, and doctor's guidelines say that masks may not protect you. So what is a piece of cloth going to do? There's no science. There is no science. So maybe we'll do some stories on that, but like, you know, we're a daily news show and this is a special news report. The, the,
passports and the mandatory vaccines that was wrapped into the news today. Um, I'm going to look more into what's going on in places like New Zealand and Israel as we're getting reports of people being dragged out of their house and being forced to get the vaccines. And then we're also being heard about people being sent to education camps. And in fact, I think Tori says talked about it in her show this morning. So go back and review that show or go to her dot uh, com and check it out. Otherwise, thanks, guys, for joining us. And uh, if you have any feedback for us here at the Sea Report, our Q&A holes in general, just get a hold of us at QAholespodcast.com. Um, I am Mr. C for the Sea Report. I will be back tomorrow. Again, I do apologize. This report came out so late tonight and for the length of it. But I uh, appreciate your grace at allowing me to share this discourse and my thoughts and opinions on the news on the matter. So with that said, I will bid you adieu and we will see you guys again tomorrow. Till then, sleep tight and don't let the bed bugs bite. And America, it is time to take off your masks. It is time to take off your masks. Have a good night and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.